Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I am so delighted to have the lovely George Lizos returning today. He has been on the podcast before, so make sure to listen to that episode all about psychic protection. But George is here today to talk about a very different topic, which I have been wanting to discuss for so long. And I thought there's only one guy who can come on and do this, and that's George. So George, if you don't know, is a spiritual teacher and intuitive. He's the author author of Be the Guru and the best-selling book Lightworkers Gotta Work, co-creator of Elemental Healing and the host of the Lit Up Lightworker podcast. George helps lightworkers to find their purpose and work their light in real palpable ways that create positive change in the world. Thank you so much, George, for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Emma. And oh my God, when you said bestseller, Lightworkers Gotta Work, my heart skipped a bit. <laughs> because for those of you listening, like an hour before this episode was recorded, Emma uh, DM'd me on Instagram saying my upcoming book, it comes out in June, is already number one Amazon bestseller in three categories. And it hadn't been 24 hours since I had announced it. So, oh my goodness. Thank you so much for this lovely introduction. And it's so great to be back at uh, sharing with your community. I mean, it's just amazing. And I've read George's new book. It is so, so good. And for anybody wanting to learn more about their purpose or how they can make an impact in this world or explore any ideas they've got in regards to their purpose, this book is the book for you. And it's got incredible endorsements from like Diana Cooper, Danielle Page, Jordan Bach, loads of amazing people. So you know this is a good book. And you know, the fact that it's a number one bestseller already is, yes. I think it just shows that a lot of people agree with us that it's a good Good book. So we're going to be talking a little bit more about that later. So my first question to you today, then George, yes. for people who haven't listened to your original episode, when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? Oh my goodness. Let's go back to the time when I was a kid and I 
grew up in this beautiful island of Cyprus, a very teeny tiny island in the Mediterranean. And the way it works with small communities is that they're very um, close-minded a little bit. They are stuck in their own ways. So growing up, I was expected to be a certain way in the world. I was expected to be a certain kind of boy. And I was this kid, timid, weird kid that just spent uh, his time out in nature, communicating with the flowers and chatting to the trees and staring up in the sky and wondering, why am I here? What is the purpose of life? So I was asking those bigger questions that you wouldn't expect from a five-year-old kid. And as a result of being so different and standing out from the crowd, I experienced a lot of bullying um, growing up at school as well as in my um, early teenage years as well. So from a very young age, I created this need to try and find acceptance in other people by changing myself. I tried to be the perfect student at school. I tried to be the perfect citizen in society. I tried to be the perfect son for my parents. So whatever I wanted to gain some sort of acceptance, I would just change some part of me or just work harder in order to earn it. I didn't feel I deserved love and acceptance. So you can imagine how I would feel when at the age of 13 years old, I found out that I were gay. Now, at that time, homosexuality was considered to be legal in Cyprus. Gay people were considered to be criminals and pedophiles and therefore not a label I would welcome into all the other labels I already had as a weird kid, a shy kid, the kid that looked weird, etc. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna approach this in the way I've approached everything in my life. I will change myself from gay to straight one step at a time. And that's when I entered the two most debilitating years of my life, where for two years, every single day, I would try to monitor the way I walked, I would try to monitor the way I talked, the way I acted in the world, the way I thought, trying to make myself straight. And when after two years, I could, couldn't do it sufficiently in my belief, because I was born this way, I told myself, you're a human abomination and there is no point in you existing in the world. So I decided to take my own life. And thankfully it was in that darkest moment in my life, right before I took the pills that I had in my hand and written the letter to my parents, that I had an epiphany that changed my life and saved me. And that was an epiphany that was already available to me but I just couldn't see it because I was resisting it so much. And that's when I realized that I had a choice. I could just fuck what people think, fuck what society thinks, and just learn to love and accept myself no matter what. And that's when my spiritual journey started. I was reading Harry Potter at the time, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I can find this combination of love and magic in the real world. And I found it in Feng Shui at first, which taught me to like, like change the space around me and therefore change my life. And then I discovered affirmations and manifestation and Louise Hay's work and so many different spiritual tools that helped empower me. And one of those tools was working with the elementals and connecting with nature. Whenever I would be out in nature, I would just find so much comfort all my frustrations and all my, um, uh, my shortcomings would just disappear and I would find the wisdom I needed 
specifically, there was this tree, this tree dryad I used to visit. It was an acacia tree. And whenever I would feel like bullied at school or self-judgmental, I would just go there and talk to the tree. And like magic, like my, um, my negative emotions would disappear. So long story short, this is how I um, became my own guru, in other words. Hence my first book, which it's called Be the Guru, Step-by-Step Guide to Becoming Your Own Spiritual Teacher, because I realized that all the answers we seek are within us, and we can be our own source of love, happiness, wisdom, and success, rather than search for that outside of ourselves. Amen to that. And we literally had that conversation just before we started yes. the podcast. So <laughs> I, love, I love that this is your work because it is so true that, you know, we all have that power and that ability within ourselves to heal, to, you know, to not necessarily predict things, but, you know, find our path and, and trust the messages that we receive from our guides and, and angels, etc. So how well this leads us on beautifully then to working with elementals so you are the person who actually introduced elementals to me george and i am so in love with working with them now it's such a beautiful practice and it's just given me like a great tool to my toolkit as such um to work alongside my angels and my spirit guides so for anybody listening who doesn't know what elementals are what are they and how can we work with them Oh, fabulous question. So elementals are the spirits, the consciousness, and the animism of nature. In other words, in the same way that we have a soul and a beingness and consciousness, so does every single aspect in nature. And by every single aspect, I mean even the rocks, the trees, the grass, the soil, the wind, fire, every single piece of consciousness in the natural world has soul and has consciousness and therefore it can communicate with us and we've named these as the elementals so people may have heard of fairies flower fairies or gnomes or tree dryads or mermaids or unicorns these are all different types of elementals different ways we've packaged the energy of different nature elements in a way that we can work with them more palpably so it's not like mermaids are look like women with tails it's that's how we portrayed the energy of like let's say the ocean or the river or the lake so that we can work with that energy more consciously and what i love about the elementals is that they have the answers we need when it comes to creating success and fulfillment in all aspects of our lives why because they're physical in the same way like we are in like angels and ascended masters they're non-physical so yes they understand us and they can help us but on a different level elementals they know life on earth they've lived with us we we have them in our houses as plants and like flower bouquets so they know how we live and therefore they can communicate with us in a much more practical way than other spirit guides can i love that so what who are your favorite elementals to work with and and what do they represent so i know you said to me once before that mermaids sort of represent relationships so what who who should we call upon for what sort of thing okay so let's go to the five types of elementals and then i'm going to share my favorite one so we have elementals from the all the five elements earth air fire water and spirit now spirit is a kind a type of elemental not many people talk about so i want to focus on that a little bit as well so we have the earth element and the earth elemental such as 
flower fairies, tree dryads, gnomes, elves, mountain giants, uh, forest nymphs, and so many different little uh, elementals that we can find out in the element of earth. And the element of earth is all about connecting to materiality and feeling safe into this world and manifesting more money and abundance of all sorts in our lives and feeling comfortable in our houses and with physical life on earth. So whatever requires practicality, groundedness and practical action forward, then the earth elementals can help us manifest more of that. The collective message of the earth elementals is that um, life is abundant and all eventually is well. Nothing ever goes wrong because take a look at planet Earth. It's been here for billions of years and they've been, there, there have been so many uh, cultures that have tried to abuse the Earth and yet the Earth has always survived. So the Earth elementals have this basic knowingness that all eventually is well. And then we have the air elementals. Now the air elementals include the four winds, Notus, Boros, Eurus and Zephyrus include various sea uh, breezes, such as the sea breeze, a mountain breeze, a desert breeze, like so many different um, air um, entities. And they're collectively known as the sylphs. So the air elementals are all about our mental functions. They're all about removing and creating new positive thoughts and removing limiting beliefs, including past life beliefs. They're all about mental acuity and thinking and um, receiving intuitive guidance. So they are fabulous when it comes to dealing with stress, with dealing with negative limiting beliefs that prevent us from following our life purpose. And then we move into the uh, water elementals. And there are water elementals both in the ocean, in the sea, and in the lakes, and the rivers, in little ponds and waterfalls. So we have ocean mermaids, and lake mermaids, and river mermaids, and water nymphs, water pool nymphs, for example. And they're collectively known as the Andins. That's a collective name we've given to uh, the water elementals. Now the water element is very fluid, and it's it mirrors, in other words, the fluidity of our emotions. The ocean is deep, mirroring the depth of our unconscious emotions. So naturally, the water elementals are relationship experts. Ocean mermaids specifically help us deal with romantic relationships. Lake mermaids help us deal with our relationship that we have with ourselves. They act as a mirror to that relationship. River mermaids, they bring in the playfulness that we need to create successful familial and friendship relationships. So what, whatever relationship issue and guidance we have, we only need to call upon the mermaids for that. And actually, I manifested my first boyfriend by working with, uh, with the ocean mermaids. And then I, <laughs> I healed after the heartbreak, again, with the help of the ocean mermaids. So I, if I had to pick a favorite, they would certainly be the ocean mermaids because I just have such a strong affinity to them. And then we move into the fire elementals. I love the fire elementals. I mean, I'm a Leo, so I'm naturally inclined to be working with them. So the fire element is both creative and destructive. It's all about um, clearing toxicity from our physical bodies, but at the same time, 
the divine masculine energy of taking action, of moving forward, of uh, creating and taking steps towards fulfilling our life purpose. So there's a very creative energy about it, but also a very destructive energy in the sense it helps us uh, remove people, situations, and energies from our bodies and our lives that don't serve us. And there are many different types of fire elementals. They're collectively known as the salamanders or the dragons. And there are volcano dragons and sun dragons. And there are earth core dragons. Uh, we have the phoenix as well, which is a composite elemental of, of fire and air, because we have so many composite elementals as well. So we can work with different dragons, for example, for different aspects of our life purpose. Earth core dragons help us discover the main goals that we need to focus on to follow and fulfill our life purpose, whereas volcano dragons give us a spontaneity and the risk-taking urge that we need to like, move it forward. And then the sun dragons, they can help us manage our energy levels as we move throughout our day. And then finally, we have the spirit element and the spirit elementals. Now, the spirit element is quite different from the other elements because it's not entirely physical. It is a bridge between the physical world and the spiritual world. It is what gives the energy and the consciousness and the animism to the other elements and elementals. So the, um, the, the spirit and consciousness that is within mermaids is brought forth by the spirit elementals because they facilitate this connection between the physicality of the water and the spirituality of spirit that's within that water, if that makes sense. So more specifically, the spirit elementals, they help us to find our life purpose. They help us to know our authenticity. They help us to overcome our fears and keep shining and thriving. And they help us receive divine guidance and ideas as to every single aspect in our lives because they represent that spirit that flows through us. And Spirit elementals include the unicorns. And again, unicorns are one of my favorite elementals because they are extensions of our souls. Um, each and every one of us has a unicorn spirit guide that can help us uh, follow our life purpose. We have the Pegasians, which are like unicorns with wings and they help us soar. And we have the muses, the Greek muses of ancient Greek religion and mythology who form the, um, the bridges of divine inspiration with regards to different projects that we need to be working on. So in a nutshell, <laughs> these are the five types of elementals and um, what they can help us with. Amazing. There's just so much good information there. Thank you so much for sharing that because there are just so many elementals I hadn't even heard of half yeah. of it. I'm like, <laughs> wow, we've got a whole team to explore, which is exciting. <laughs> so um, who are your favorites to work with them? Okay, they're unicorns and they're mermaids. And why? Because unicorns play a particular part in my new book, Lightworkers Gotta Work. Because my book, Lightworkers Gotta Work, uh, Lightworkers Gotta Work it's, um, the, the, the subtitle is The Ultimate Guide to Following and Fulfilling Your Life Purpose and Creating Sorry, that's too long. <laughs> it's the ultimate guide to following your purpose and creating change in the world. So 
unicorns help us find and follow our life purpose. So naturally, they made a perfect match for the book. And I've included a lot of meditations in the book all about um, connecting and working with our unicorn spirit guides. The reason I'm so passionate about working with unicorns is because they help me get real clarity on my life purpose as well. When I was 22 years old, and up until that time, I thought my purpose was to become a musical theater actor. So my entire life I've been taking singing classes and acting classes and dancing classes. And I was like nearing the time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When I was ready to go audition for a musical theater degree at 22. And then as I was working home from class, I was doing my bachelor's degree at the moment. I, um, I had been working with my unicorn spirit guide by that point, And I heard my unicorn spirit guide, whose name is Zeros, tell me very clearly, like, why are you why are you becoming a musical theater actor? You are supposed to become a spiritual teacher. I'm like, wait, what? Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had been working with spirituality my entire life as well, but I was indoctrinated to think in the Christian culture I grew in that because it was like an evil kind of thing, I could only do it as um, um, a hobby. I mean, they indoctrinated me to think that whatever was not Christian was a evil. And therefore, I had to be ashamed of it. And even though I didn't, subconsciously, I still believed that to some degree. And it wasn't until my unicorn spirit guide just like, like, like reminded me of how things really are and reminded me of my true purpose, which is to do this work full time, to be a spiritual teacher full time and to help people find their own purpose that I managed to do it. So I've established a strong affinity with my unicorn spirit guide from a young age because of that. And I got to tell you, Emma, every step of the way 
I've asked my unicorn spirit guide for support and guidance as to what my next step is, what's the next project, how do I move forward, how do I keep finding myself when I keep losing myself. And my unicorn spirit guide was always there, having a different tool um, or something to say to help me um, see the truth and come back into myself. And of course, mermaids. <laughs> for the obvious reason that <laughs> whenever I experience any heartache, I'm like, mermaids, lead the way. <laughs> so I have my mermaid, ocean mermaid guide, Salima, who helped me both manifest and heal <laughs> after a relationship break. And um, I mean, each and every person would have a different um, elemental they feel attracted to. And what I want to say as a rule of thumb is, the element and the elementals we are attracted to the most are the ones that we're more comfortable uh, in their energy because we already um, already fulfilled our purpose with regards to their realm. Mm -hmm. And the elementals that we don't feel attracted to or that we passionately don't want to work with are the ones that we do need to work with because they have <laughs> something to teach us so that was my love and hate relationship with mermaids because i grew up in an island i was supposed to love the sea and as a kid i loved the sea but then growing up when i became a teenager and i shut my heart down because of, of like emotional heartbreak i weirdly started hating the sea i'm like i don't like going to the sea like there's too much sun getting in my fingers blah 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 like all that all that bs and it wasn't after a mermaid dream that had me waking up at 4 a.m. and driving to the sea <laughs> to connect with the mermaids that I realized that, oh my God, the reason I hadn't been liking or visiting the sea over the past seven years was because I closed up my heart. I didn't allow my emotions to flow out. And therefore, because going to the sea encouraged me to express my emotions and I wasn't ready to do that, I chose to stay away from the sea. And it wasn't after I worked with the mermaids to release suppressed emotional baggage and let it all out that I was able to have an affinity with the sea. So rule of thumb is the elemental you don't want to work with or the element you don't want to work with, that's the one you do need to work with because there is opportunity for you to grow. The one you feel comfortable working with, keep working with. I mean, you're maintaining what you already know, but it's not going to do you a lot of good spiritual growth wise. It's interesting because I, I love the unicorns and um, since my other psychic I used to go to, Rachel said, you know, you're going to be working with the unicorns. I was like, really? Oh, okay. Uh -huh. They're just around me now. I love it. And even yes. in my meditations, like I just love how sassy mine is. Like I just had moments of absolute laughter sometimes of like, yes, this is my unicorn, <laughs> like sassy as hell. Um, and same with the mermaids. It's interesting what you say there about how you resisted going to the sea and things because as I explained mm. last year I was in the Boxing Day tsunami in 2004 in the Maldives so not as bad as where it was in Thailand but still pretty bad yes. and I didn't have a problem with the sea afterwards surprisingly um, I've never been a confident swimmer always felt a bit like about being in deep water and obviously after that I was probably even more Ugh. and it was only mm. really when my spiritual awakening happened in 2016. So obviously in my adulthood, and I was 11 when this happened, 
um like last year especially all these feelings of resisting the sea not feeling comfortable with the sea started to come up and I thought I know I felt discomfort but this is like more and what's happened and obviously when you were saying you know relationships I was like there we go and obviously I pushed myself like worked with my mermaids and now I feel so much more at ease with the sea and I you know I just say to anybody like what Georgia said is so spot on it's like I was obviously resisting that and creating this fear from what I thought was a tsunami because I had closed my heart up last year so it definitely works definitely 100% so the depth of the sea represents the depth of our unconscious emotions so the more suppressed emotions we have especially with regards to romantic relationships will be um, encouraged to flow out just by being present like with the sea, like the energy, the aura emitted by the ocean, which are the mermaids, will get that information and those emotions out of you. And like people listening right now, just think about um, the last time you were near the ocean. How did you feel? Don't you feel your heart softening, your heart opening up, emotions starting to coming out? Maybe you're reminiscing past relationships or your lover or something like that. That's because the energy, the physicality of, uh, of the sea gets that out of our system. That's how it interacts with our aura. And that's how we can work with the elementals as well. Amazing. So do you have any great practices that my listeners can try today to connect with their elementals? Yes. So the number one practice I would recommend is to get out in nature more. Because yes, it can connect with the elementals via meditations. And um, and by just like telepathically, like by in the comfort of your own house. But there's nothing like having a visceral relationship with them out in nature where they exist. So you have an aura. The nature, nature has an aura as well, and therefore the elementals has an, have an aura. So when you go out in nature, allow your aura to merge with the aura of nature and let it clear all the negative BS that's going on within your spirit, within your consciousness, within your energy. And then see which physical aspect around you you feel most attracted to. You may feel attracted to a tree or to looking at the sky or to uh, feeling the warmth of the sun on your skin or to like visiting a little river or a pond in your neighborhood. And just go there and just stare into that element and just ask for their elemental to come forth. And you may feel it, you may hear it, you may know it, their presence is there. It's a subtle thing. Don't expect a full-fledged mermaid to jump out of the pond. Like, you will see the mermaid within your mind's eye, or you will hear it, or you will sense her, or just know their presence. Like, whatever thoughts and emotions you receive from the moment you ask the elemental to show up, that's not entirely yours. That thought, those emotions, are not entirely yours. They're co-creations between you and that elemental. Therefore, that's the message from the elemental to you. That's the main process I have to give. And I was gonna say as well, cause I get asked this a lot actually from my coaching clients is when they receive messages or signs or anything like that, a lot of the time people say, well, am I just making that up? Like what's your best advice for people who are doubting what they're seeing or hearing? So the way signs work is, and intuitive guidance in general, it, they come instantly. And as soon as they come, the message is given to us on a subconscious level and 
many times on a conscious level as well, the translation from subconscious to conscious happens instantly. But then almost immediately afterwards, the ego will come in and try to sabotage and say, oh, that's just a coincidence, blah, 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 all that. So it's just up to us to train ourselves to be mindful of when our ego is doing that and to ignore the ego, push the ego aside, say, thank you for explaining yourself. Thank you, I'm like, I'm listening, but you have to go now. And then take the first message. If you thought it was a sign, that it was a sign. So that's the rule of thumb. If it was instant and you thought, oh, was that a sign? If you wonder, yes, it was a sign. Because that means the ego came in right immediately to sabotage that. Now, in other, in other cases at the same time, uh, signs also come very um, powerfully and unequivocally where you can't really doubt them. Like I always say to my clients, if it's a sign, you've always followed it. Sorry, you've already followed it. If it's a sign, you've already followed it because it feels so unequivocal, you don't doubt it. You already follow it. But then again, the ego comes in to sabotage and ju just make things more complicated. So again, just to reiterate, rule of thumb is sign feels unequivocal. It comes instant. The ego will come to sabotage it, but ignore the ego and stick to the ori original message. Love it. Really good advice. So let's talk about your new book then, Light Work Has Got to Work. So what can we expect from the book? Oh my goodness, Emma, if I could just write a single book in my entire life, this would be it. Like I, when I wanted to write this book, that's why it's taking me three years to complete it. I put in all my heart and all my energy and all my passion um, to help people to find and follow their life purpose because I believe that this is the collective purpose that light workers have. Light workers are a group of souls who came into this world to not um, maintain the status quo, but to revolutionize the way we live life on earth and create a more loving, a more peaceful, a more kind world. And this is what we all feel inside. So I wanted to create a practical manual that will take people from the conception of what their life purpose is. Because everybody asks me, what's my life purpose? What's my life purpose? What's my life purpose? And people say, oh, my life purpose is to help people heal and to help change the world. And I'm like, yes, that's your collective purpose. Your specific life purpose is way more specific. So I put a lot of emphasis in the first part of the book to defining our life purpose in a two paragraph definition. And I guide you through the process step-by-step step on how to define and write your life purpose down. So it's very specific and you know exactly what it is you're working towards to help create change in the world. So the whole purpose of the book basically is to help you find and follow your life purpose to create change in the world. So after that, then we'll launch into nurturing our light because many people are like, oh, I'm working my light and, and I'm changing the world and I'm following my purpose by meditating all day long and visualizing the world healing. And I'm like, no, you aren't. <laughs> yes, meditation helps and visualization helps. But in meditation and in visualization, you receive so much good guidance that will allow you to create even more changes in the world, to amplify your message into the world. If you ignore those messages, those impulses, then you're doing a disservice, not just to you, but to the people that you and your life purpose are here to serve. 
So the reason it's called light work has got to work is because yes, we got to nurture our light, but then we got to work our light as well. Otherwise, we're light chillers, not light yeah. workers. So first part, finding your light purpose. Second part, nurturing your light so you have light to work. Third part, it's all about your favorite topic, Emma, manifestation. I'm giving my top manifestation tools so we can receive the action steps we need to, um, to fulfill our life purpose and how to um, manifest those action steps into the real world. And then the fourth part is all about protecting our energy. It's about psychic protection. I guide people through the different types of psychic attack processes with the elementals to again all my processes in the book all my meditations are with the elementals i consciously chose to not include angels or ascended masters and only work with the elementals because i believe that all the answers we seek are found in nature so in the uh, psychic protection part of the book part four uh, we work with the elementals primarily to both clear our energy of psychic attack and also protect our light so that we can work it and not having been zapped away by other people and other energies. So my aim and my promise with this book is that it will help you find your life purpose, define your life purpose, and it will give you all the tools you need to follow and to fulfill it. I love it. And I've actually read the book, guys, like I said at the beginning, and it is just so different to any other book out there on purpose or anything like that. Like many of the books that I've read previously about purpose are very like, should we say muggle? <laughs> like yes. It's in the most loving way. Um, and very just like touching the surface. Whereas what George just does is, you know, from what he's just explained as well, there you get a good picture of it. It takes you way further than that of practical things to actually manifest it actually call upon that support as well as discovering what your specific purpose is not just your collective purpose so it definitely is an exciting book um and you'll be able to pre-order it it's already up for pre-order now what date does it come out george it comes out june 4th really close to your uh, to your book date it's so exciting yeah. we're like in the in the same period exactly we're both birthing our babies at the same yeah. time <laughs> So what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my listeners with today? Oh, thank you for asking this question. Okay. My last piece of advice is to, first of all, realize, Lightworker, that you are also an elemental because you are made up of all the five elements. You have fire within you. You have air within you. You have the earth within you we have water and you definitely have spirit within you so the easiest way to connect with the elementals and to follow your purpose actually and to know your purpose is to get to know your the physicality of your body and the spirituality of your body because spirit is what like makes everything flow so just take five minutes daily to just do a short meditation and identify how all the elements manifest within you you will be able to and see and work with the elementals in a much more potent way because you'll be realizing you're not communicating with something outside of yourself you're simply communicating with an extension of yourself because you my friend are also an elemental 
love it perfect advice well thank you so much george for coming on as always it's been such a pleasure and i just know that everybody listening is going to love this episode so much because you've just given so much amazing information and i just think it's going to be exciting for everybody to start working with their elementals so thank you so much for coming on thank you so much emma it's such a pleasure to be here with you and where can my lovely listeners find more about you if they want to learn more about your work I would love to have you uh, in on my Instagram account. So if you go to George Lizos, um, yeah, at George Lizos, you can follow me on Instagram and I have so many tools and guidance all about following your life purpose. And I also have two Facebook groups that you can hang out with me, the Your Spiritual Toolkit Facebook group. And if you want to learn about the elementals, it's the Elemental Communication Facebook group. And actually, um, I teach... Um, a certification course all about becoming a certified elemental healing practitioner with uh, my uh, co-creator Kalista and you can learn all about that in the elemental communication Facebook group. Love it well once again thank you so much George and good luck with the book launch as well thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much Emma. So thank you so much guys for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes today. I really hope you've enjoyed George and I's conversation. As always, you can find a clickable link to George's website in the description box down below. And if you want to learn anything more about myself, my life coaching or anything else I do, then you can also find that at emmamumford.co.uk. Thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. And don't forget you could join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you are up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love, guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.